Oh, can you hear that rain? And the cat purring? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know if that, you know, gets picked up on the phone mic. Um, but yeah, welcome back, everybody. Welcome if it's your first time. My name is Becca and this is a Missing Peace podcast, a place where we make peace for... We make peace for... We are talking about making peace with our mind, body and soul. I'm a little bit distracted because Diego is, you know, pulling out all the stops. He's a cat, by the way, hence the purring. Um, he's pulling out all the stops for getting the fuss. And if it's a little bit more echoey, it's because I couldn't bear moving him because he was in exactly the spot where I usually put the phone under the cover. So yeah, he is very much part of this and it's just started raining and I'm uh, feeling really, really good today, actually. And this episode is, as you'll have seen from the title, kind of obvious, it is the last episode in the season. And I'm not quite sure how long I'm going to uh, take a break for, but it doesn't feel like I need too long, really, I guess. But it was, it felt right. It felt time to take a break. And isn't it so interesting how when you actually think about it, and I don't know why I didn't think about this, because obviously I'm talking about the summer solstice, I want to talk about some other kind of things like the Gemini New Moon, um, gratitude today, and listening to our body. And I didn't really think about what I was going to talk about and how that actually feels so related to the ending of the season, because, you know, it's like, me needing to take that break and feeling like this season has come to an end has been at the time that there's a new moon which is the new start of a cycle the summer solstice like the longest day of the year and the height and you know the height of that energy and it's just yeah it's interesting how it all kind of flows at the same time isn't it so I'm I'm very much into my symbolism as you can tell (laughs) so yeah, it's um, and it's come at an, uh, an interesting time, an interesting junction, I guess, in my life. Maybe it's not a junction, I guess, because I've already made a choice of which direction I'm going in. But uh, another new beginning in that I will be moving into my first ever owned house, or twenty five percent is a shared ownership, but uh, I'll own twenty five percent of the house at least, and that's on Tuesday which is cool because that's just before the summer solstice, which also I love. And I'm soon going to be starting a new, new job. And to kind of like go into the second half of the year, which is what the summer solstice really, you know, is pretty much the middle of the year. And it's going into when the nights are going to be increasing because this is the longest day of some. So after that, then the dark increases. And so it's the second half of the year. And... I'm so ready for the second half of the year. The first half of the year was not what I expected it to be, I guess. You know, I mean, all of that really does center around the ending of the relationship that I was in. But, you know, that brings so much, doesn't it? It brings a change in how you live your life in general and, you know, where I live and all of the different things. So, yeah, I'm feeling the symbolism of this and really looking forward to the second half of the year. But before I launch a little bit more into that, I wanted to say that if you didn't notice, I released five bonus episodes by mistake onto the, onto here, onto the public podcast. Uh, If you listened to the last episode, and the one before that, I was saying that I was going to share five bonus episodes, which are from 
the paid subscription that I was closing on Substack and I was sharing them to members of Substack, which is my email letter, which is free. So if you wanted to join that, then you receive, it's usually like a monthly email letter and, you know, kind of like a ramble, like the podcast, but in written form. And also you get alerts or reminders or emails, I guess, for the podcast releases. But I didn't know I didn't know that when I was unlocking the paid episodes for Substack that they would be sharing them on here. And I only realized this a couple of days ago. And in that first moment I was like, ah oh, shit, you know, like I've you know, I feel awful for people who, you know, I said that essentially if you join Substack, you get these five bonus episodes and then effectively everyone's got it. So I just feel a bit like a bit of an idiot. And this was the original thoughts anyways, a bit of an idiot. And just, you know, just felt like I was letting people down. But I think probably as a as a testament to the journey that I guess I've been on self-kindness, I quite quickly just, oh, and I just the idea of everything, just you can't control anything, can you, you know? Um, I just quite quickly started to sort of smile and laugh at it and just think, all right, there we go. There's me, another like, you know, tech blip as I am prone to. And also to just trust it that they're out there and so I've left them out there so if you're wanting to listen to anything more if you haven't seen them they're all under they're kind of titled unlocked which again I might have phrased as something different if I knew it was going to the public podcast but hey ho so they are there to check out as well particularly whilst uh the podcast has a little bit of a break or also you know yourself have a little bit of a break or catch up on old episodes whatever feels right for you but yeah I wanted to mention that because uh yeah I am sorry to everybody who joined Substack or is part of Substack and you know I feel like I didn't honor what I was sort of saying there but it was a genuine mistake so yeah and once they're out they're out and I just sort of think you know that was probably meant to happen for a reason so well the first thing is that I really wanted to talk about today was something that really came up this weekend for me and that was a reminder to listen to my body and I want to share this because I I can find this very difficult uh, but I actually do think our body is a place of so much wisdom and this weekend I well effectively I woke up on I've been waking up most of the week feeling really really quite tired I'm usually someone who wakes up in the morning quite energized and I go straight for a walk but it has been an absolute slog to get out the door the last sort of you know few days and I can really struggle to listen to my body in that sense but yesterday so Saturday I had a plan to go on the kind of a big fell walk because well the resistance that I had to to not doing it when even my body when I was really tired and saying please please don't do that I just thought well this is going to be the last weekend where I don't really have on a full time and I know that my ex will look after him when I ask as well if he's free so it's not an issue but I sort of thought well next weekend I'm moving to my new house I'm gonna have bomber I don't want to really leave him that weekend so that he can settle in and know that's his home and a safe space so I thought oh my gosh this is gonna be the last time I get up in the fells for a little bit which was you know a bit of a lack mentality but that's how I felt but I woke up in the morning and I was just so shattered I did a meditation and I felt like I was falling asleep in it and then I pulled some cards and they basically, both of them were pointing to the fact that I was doing too much and that I needed to rest and release. They were kind of the big things that came up. So I thought, you know what, let's listen to my body. And actually, I still had an amazing day. I did a couple of meditations. I basically, um, I usually go for a walk 
uh, as soon as I get up before work. And so at the weekend, I tend to do similar. Sometimes I mix it up a little bit and have breakfast first at the weekend, but I usually do that. And so instead of doing that, I just did my kind of meditation. I did a, a gentle kind of like a feminine yoga. Actually, it was one by Kat Methan. Methan. And that was on YouTube. So you can check that out if you just type in Kat Methan feminine yoga, I think. And she has a couple of them. But it felt really nice. It was a lot of kind of like hip stretching and a lot of movement and flow, really. And it just felt like I was, you know, connecting to my body even more. And I then went for a walk in town and went to a cafe and then went to another cafe and just took it really gentle for me. Still, I know that sounds quite busy, but for me, I'm somebody who just does a lot of movement. So that was a really good rest for me. But it was hard because, like I said, I wanted to do it. I wanted to go on a big fell walk because I thought, well, that's going to be a great opportunity to do so before the weather breaks as well, because that was kind of going to be the last morning of bright sunshine and, and whatnot. Not that it bothers me going out in any weather, but but the reason I'm saying all this is because I woke up, well, I felt good all yesterday for listening to that. And then I woke up this morning um, and felt already way more rested than I'd done at any other point in the week and just feeling my energy increase again. And especially, you know, I've just not slept very well. Everyone else has had this, but it's been so warm. It's been difficult to sleep. And I think with the summer solstice energy, uh, it's just, yeah, it, there's a lot of light and there's a lot of energy. So I think it can just be hard to get as much sleep. Um, maybe sometimes we don't need it as much, but uh, I really did. So I was struggling. Um, so yeah, it was really just to say, please listen to your body, what it's asking for, rather than what your mind wants. Because the other side of me was going, well, I need to move because that's better for my body. It's healthy for my body to move. And also it was, again, a little bit of that rhetoric coming in of the idea of wanting to you know, manage my weight. And that sometimes rears its head, you know, because it's that whole diet culture that's been there for a long time. But I'm I'm very aware of that when it comes up. And so I don't want to move for that reason. That is not why I move my body. I move my body because it feels good. And so I chose movement that felt good yesterday. But that doesn't mean that those other thoughts don't surface every now and again. So if you're, you know, somebody who is on that journey of ditching diets or just anything in life where you're kind of changing um, a belief or a perspective that you've had for a long time. Maybe that's an identity of yourself and you're letting that go and you know it's not for you, but it still sometimes just triggers, it just comes in because it was there for so long. And that is a part of you. And I think it's important to be aware of it and listen to it and see what it's saying, but to really keep aware of what feels right for you uh, in the present moment. So yeah, listen to your body, everybody. And the second thing I wanted to say about this weekend, which has just been amazing, and it's actually been something I've been following now for two weeks. I have been reading Magic by Rhonda Byrne, who is the woman who wrote The Secret. And it's that big kind of book about manifestation and the laws of the universe. Now, I've been doing the practices because it's a bunch of gratitude practices, essentially, for 30 days. And I'm all for gratitude. There's a heck of a lot of research that gratitude does make you feel more happy essentially and I really felt that over the past couple of weeks I felt just more gratitude obviously more happiness um feeling more light more joy and amazing things have just gone the way that you know either the like I hope they would go or I guess I thought they would go because I just sort of trusted in feeling good and knowing that when you feel good and you let things flow then things come to you but I will say that, do I recommend the book? 
it's a bit contrived and I do feel quite a bit of it is not really based in any fact and it's a bit like a bit a bit kind of drives scarcity even I think it kind of makes you feel bad for not following it all perfectly and that is not what how I believe the universe works or whatever but anyways if you wanted to just purely go into it and just get some gratitude practices and create a solid foundation for a month of gratitude then uh, it is good for that but yeah take it all with a bit of pinch of salt because she sort of talks a lot about things that are just not really fact but makes not to be fact but yeah anyhow good practices and so this weekend I'm moving into a house on Tuesday right and let's just paint the picture here on Friday night yeah Saturday lunchtime even I was moving in with some random furniture but no bed no fridge freezer no sofa none of the kind of like the probably the main things I guess and I was happy to move in just on an airbed you know I really was but I also just had this belief that I knew I would get everything in time for the move and I couldn't get anything any earlier because I had nowhere to store it um I could have got a storage container I guess but there wouldn't it wouldn't have been worth getting a storage container if you know what I mean um so in the space of 24 hours I got a bed frame for free I've got a like a mattress from a surplus place so that was cheap a new mattress I've got like this big kind of cabinet um thing from a secondhand store which would be great for my books uh, I love it I've got a corner sofa which is the thing that I really really wanted for a couple of months now I was like I want a corner sofa that's what I want and it's an amazing deal um and that's great so I've got that and I've got a fridge freezer and these are all from kind of going on Facebook for sale sites or basically going a lot around Carlisle to be fair to all the kind of secondhand places and I've just seen so many things I literally I've, I've got everything I need right now there is another bed that I'd want for the spare room or rather like this bed that I have now will go in the spare room and I'll get a bed but there's no rush for that so everything that I would like would have liked to move in what I desired to move in and I wrote them all down as well as part of one of these gratitude practices I wrote it all down and it's all come in and I think that's really I think that's a testimony to just believing that it will come in trusting it and letting it flow because I've not felt stressed to the fact that you know this was gonna I was moving in a couple of days it's just I just know it'd be okay so practice gratitude everybody and trust the flow uh things work out i'd love to hear if if that's been anything that's happened to you where you've just kind of trusted the situation and it has just kind of worked out um oh i do have my tea and it's just cooled down a little bit i don't know i have to warn you for this but sometimes i feel like i should i maybe should put it in the next jingle for next um next season to kind of just say i will be sipping on tea please do see yourself if you would like to so yeah uh next things the main thing really i want to talk about in this is obviously the summer solstice uh, and i want to just quickly mention the new moon in gemini which has happened today or uh, so sunday the what on earth is the date oh my god like the 18th yeah sunday the 18th and the new moon i'll link the episode below that me and kelly did uh, explain the moons the lunar cycles in more detail but the new moon is the start of a cycle and the sign that it's in kind of gives you an idea of the energy and so because we are within the uh, time of Gemini, um, so the new moon is always kind of in the uh, star sign that we're in, in general, uh, the sun's in essentially, but the full moon is kind of the opposing one. So that's a bit more difficult to remember, but it's in Gemini and Gemini is an air sign and Gemini, it's, um, 
it can feel very much like a an a sign that likes change so this is a really great time if you're looking to bring in change and also thinking about the summer solstice a new beginning to the second half of the year what what wants to change you know let's have a, have a little look into that a little peeky peek into the brain because also gemini is very much about being in the head often because that's an air sign so it can make you feel quite in your head and perhaps even detach from emotions so that's something to really be aware of and it's also uh, a sign of communication because it is ruled by mercury i believe which is the kind of communicating planet so it's a time where maybe you can lean into how you're communicating so something that's rising in you that wants to be communicated is that perhaps you know something to do with you and your authenticity the person you are is there something that's coming out of you that you want to share is it to do with relationships because again it's a it's a very kind of social sign as well it likes being around people so what's kind of coming up communication wise for you and so you can create intentions around any of this or anything that's coming up really for the cycle with the idea that from the new moon we build just the full moon and the full moon is the peak of that energy. So that's kind of where you will ideally begin the completion of those intentions. And then from the full moon down to the next new moon, it's about releasing anything that was blocking you. So yeah, I wanted to mention that because I think it's come, you know, it's very apt that it comes around the time of the summer solstice. So it needed to be mentioned really, because I think one brilliant thing we can do around the summer solstice is uh, set some intentions, but I'll get into that in a second. So the summer solstice, everybody, 17 minutes in and we're finally talking about it. <laughs> Thank you for holding on. I hope that you've maybe, uh, yeah, there's been some benefit in the previous 17 minutes there. But the summer solstice, um, probably one of the kind of um, festivals of the Celtic wheel that we know the most. It's probably the most commonly known one, isn't it? It's midsummer. It's called Letha or Litha. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce it. It could be Lither, God knows, um, on the Kel Celtic wheel. And I will tag the episode below to the Celtic wheel that me and Kelly did as well. But, you know, the summer solstice has been celebrated in, gosh, probably, gosh, just so many cultures for thousands of years. It's, you know, celebrated all around the world. So the reason for that, mainly, I guess, for people is the fact that it is the longest day of light, the most light in the, you know, in the kind of in the year, essentially. And so when we've got the most light, and obviously we're going to be celebrating this, then if you think back, gosh, over the past few thousand years when people have been relying on agriculture we've needed the sun to nourish the crops and so this is a way of kind of celebrating the sun and just saying thank you to it and you know for for blessing it. it's a time where we can bless for the harvest for a good harvest so it's been very very important where we've been more connected to nature because that's what we've needed and you know even now we need all this for our crops and that but we're so disconnected from that cycle because it's not something that we tend to really be first-hand involved in there's a slurpy one but uh yeah so it's been something that I think is probably just actually deeply within us in our inner wild inside of us. And so it's something that is important. It, I, I think so anyways, to be celebrating this, this time of light. And so I wanted to share a couple of ways that we can, more than a couple of ways, actually, 
can work with the summer solstice. But one thing I will say is I think that's really cool about it, obviously, is to just check in with what feels right for you to do. If there's anything that's just calling to you or any place that you feel like you want to go, honor that. And perhaps even look into your lineage if you want, you know, look into your ancestry and, you know, where were they from? And you could perhaps look for any sort of rituals or traditions that were maybe what your ancestors would have been doing. Or even the land that you are on, if you're that's something you're connected to as well, the land that you're in, like have a have a kind of look into the ancestry or the history of that land um, and see if there's something that you can do to celebrate whilst you live on that land, you know. So they're just some ideas to kind of go on your own exploration. But one of the biggest things about the summer solstice is it's a real heightening of energy. It's such a big, people talk about this portal of energy. And I don't know about you, but I think this is why I felt so shattered because I've just had so much energy but not really knowing what to do with it. And there's so much light that it's a bit difficult to sleep. So we can just feel a little bit mad with all of that energy sometimes, can't we? And we're not really quite sure how to burn it. So perhaps lean into what's kind of coming up for you with that and how you've been feeling recently. Because on this day of light, uh, yeah, the one big thing that people do is they gather. You know, you see this if you're in the UK, you see people gather at Stonehenge, for example. So it's a time of gathering, a time of celebration. And so thinking to everything that that brings for you. Fire as well, so fire festivals, a massive fire festival. Bonfires are a real kind of um, tradition for this festival as well. But yeah, how can you maybe bring all them things together in your mind? Maybe you can um, light, uh, maybe you've got like a chimney or kind of like a fire pit in your garden and have friends and family around and, you know, basically have a little bit of a garden party. Be outdoors. This is an amazing time of year to be outdoors. I think all of the Celtic wheel festivals and in fact, all of the, just all of the time, <laughs> let's be honest, being outdoors and being connected to nature, what a beautiful time to be alive. Go outside and see what's kind of thriving in nature around the summer solstice and just enjoy being out in it. So another thing you can do to kind of um, build on that is to gather herbs. That's a thing that people would do traditionally, uh, looking into herbs that are quite common now. Like I've never gathered herbs, so I'm not going to lie. This isn't something I've done as of yet but and maybe if you don't want to gather herbs you could maybe just gather some wildflowers or you know um whatever you see I've kind of got this idea for my house when I move in as well kind of making like a little bit of a summer solstice bouquet which will be quite basic and um I'm not going to pick any kind of like you know flowers that I shouldn't pick I didn't really know what they would be and you can't pick bluebells you pick daffodils and stuff not that they're around anymore but anyways the point being is to kind of bring parts of that outside in um, and you know kind of connect to the nature in that in that way the the gathering of it being part of that process the smell of it maybe you can create something from the herbs some tinctures perhaps or um, anything really make some sort of like uh, oils from them herb infused oils for example so much and just kind of like really remembering that connection that wild part of us connecting to to nature is a really beautiful thing to do uh, adding to that as well, a lot of people do this and that is to see the sunrise in and the sunset. Oh, you'll be awake a long time, everybody. 
I'm not going to go for the sunrise. I'm not going to lie. I'm not in the energetic place for that. Although saying that, I'm going to be off because I'm moving. So we'll see. But I think for me, it's going to be seeing the sunset in and I'm going to go to a local stone circle. So where do people gather around you publicly? There's no official events at this stone circle, but I'm just going to go because apparently people do just gather there. So it's like kind of looking at these ancient sites. Um, and particularly in the UK, you'll, there'll probably something probably be something nearby um you know or even if it's not necessarily you know like a stone circle maybe there's just another kind of ancient um, outside kind of what do you call it a building a structure maybe there's just something like that or just a spot in nature that you love to be in outside and take some time to be there and sit there maybe like I said with friends and family or not or maybe with strangers at some of the sites so yeah, it's um, it's just a really beautiful time to be outside. Now maybe, maybe like, I don't know, maybe the weather's awful, for example, and you're just not wanting to be outside in, in that weather. You could celebrate by maybe lighting a candle and just celebrating that light in front of you. Maybe do like a candle gazing meditation or something like that, you know, um, just being with the nature inside. You know, that's also something we can do. Uh, and you can just stay awake for the time of the sunset or wake up for the sunrise if that's something that feels good to you. That's, uh, you know, explore, explore what works for you, essentially. I think one of the big things I'm definitely going to do, and this again can be brought into all of these kind of gatherings and celebrations, is dance. Because that is just an amazing, amazing release of the body, isn't it? And especially dancing outside. I hope there's going to be some music where I go and hopefully I can kind of dance. I'm not confident enough to just start dancing by myself, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm dragging my mum and sister along anyways. <laughs> hopefully they're still on board. If the weather's changed, perhaps not. So dance. You can just dance in your own room and just, yeah, be grateful. That's how, you know, dancing is a beautiful way to be grateful as well, to just kind of like dance in gratitude um, and celebrating the light that's around. But just in general, put on your favourite songs and have a good dance. So like I mentioned there as well, and earlier on, gratitude, um, you know, it's a time to be grateful. If we think back again to our ancestors, being very grateful for the fact that the sun has been and blessed the crops, essentially. So the sun kiss, you know, we, we, you know, we need that sun. And so it's celebrating that and it's being grateful for that. But it's also a way that we can really start to look within because we are part of nature as well. And so maybe this is a time where you could establish your own gratitude practice. Maybe you can write down what you're really grateful for, for the past um, first half of this year or yourself in general. What are you grateful for? And I do think, particularly for myself, I think when we do gratitude lists, yeah, if it's difficult to begin with, absolutely start off small. But I also think chucking yourself in a bit of the deep end where it takes a bit of thought um by basically writing a lot because the more we write the more we actually think about what we're grateful for and we find more things to be grateful for and sometimes that can just be really small you know it could be just being grateful for the drink you've got in your hand or it could be something really big uh so in the book that I'm reading it's um to write 10 things down each day and then actually read them back and say thank you three times and part of me is like, oh, so time consuming. Can I just write three? Because that's what I did for quite a long time. But I have been doing it and it does get you more into that energy. It's like you kind of connect to it more. You deepen it and you feel more of the gratitude for everything that's happened. 
And I also remember when I first wrote this list um, from this book called Just Eat It by Laura Thomas, which is all about intuitive eating and ditching diets. And one of the exercises is to write, and I kid you not, a hundred things that you like about yourself. <sighs> Took me an hour. <laughs> I remember writing it uh, in France when I was there and it sounds amazing, but wasn't amazing in this shadow because that was another reminder of how people really do make uh, the energy of a place often. So it took about an hour to write this list out, but it took thought and I guess it basically just expands your mind. It's really beautiful. So yeah, if you are going to do gratitude, I would challenge you to just like add a little bit more on there if you can. Another beautiful thing to follow onto that, especially if you're kind of journaling, is doing some reflecting and some intention setting. So like I said, we're kind of got to the second half of the year where, you know, we've got to the height of light and it's going to be reducing very slowly. You know, we're still in summer, of course, but reducing and moving more into dark. So can we reflect on what the first half of the year has been like? How has it been? Is there anything you want to change? What, what did you enjoy? What were you grateful for again? Um, what... What can you then look on kind of wanting to achieve over the next half of the year? And that can be a form of release as well, you know, especially when we're going towards the dark, like what kind of shadow stuff's coming up? What what difficult emotions or feelings or challenging emotions or feelings are there? And how can we look into perhaps where they're coming from or how we can explore them maybe and deepen anything through you know whatever they're kind of revealing to us how can we deepen that connection to what that is and then work with that so for example maybe you're feeling maybe you're feeling really like anxious about a particular thing in your life and you can feel that that kind of shadowy emotion and there's something triggering there and you're trying to work out what it is so like to take that time to really sit there and go why do I feel anxious about this so say it's work why do I feel anxious about work what is it and maybe, especially using this Gemini energy, maybe something showing up like it's because it's not truly what satisfies you. It doesn't feel truly purposeful for you. And, you know, maybe it's great hours and it's great money and stuff, but you're just, mm, maybe that's it. It just doesn't feel truly aligned for you. And so perhaps that would be your journey of exploring what's coming up. So the intention being, what can I explore and how can I then release that? How can I then change that? Just an example, I guess. But yeah, it's a beautiful time to really reflect and be grateful for the past six months and intention set and be grateful for the next six months and what you want to bring. And if you are wanting to kind of bring that change in, like myself, feeling the kind of symbolism around that, then it's a really lovely time to work with that and think, right, okay, just because I'm not at New Year doesn't mean things can't change. You can change every day and every moment. But this is just another festival that's a really kind of cool one to work on in that sense. So exploring change and what kind of change means to you essentially so I think that's kind of everything I wanted to cover there yeah gratitude work with nature be outdoors celebrate with family and friends and just have an amazing summer solstice everybody uh yeah I hope that you lean into the magic of it all and what it brings for you I hope this episode and this podcast season has served you in some way, shape or form. I would love to hear you, hear from you, hear your feedback. If you have anything, please let me know because I know that the podcast, I guess, 
changed partway through it when it went exclusively to solo episodes after quite a few um, episodes with with a friend essentially and things changed a little from my journey and you know I aim to share from that place but uh, it was always great to hear how that feels for you and I really want to just take a little bit of time I'm thinking probably just a few weeks maybe a month to think about what the next season feels like so if you have any feedback just yeah reach out below you can send me a voice note you can join Substack and send a, a comment or email me there or whatever or message me on Instagram whatever kind of works I'll still be active doing things I'm not kind of having like a full cut off everything but just having a break from the podcast and do check out all the episodes I released by mistake because you know why not I'll have a break yourself whatever it is uh yeah just lean to what feels right for you so thank you everybody for listening and I hope to see you all again for what will be season four. Oh my god that's crazy <laughs> thank you everybody have a lovely summer solstice goodbye thank you so much for listening I would love to know what you think of the episode and you can reach out to me in the show notes below the options are there and if you feel called to rate or review or share this episode I would be incredibly grateful thank you very much everyone